Our New Testament reading today comes from Acts chapter 7, verses 1 through 29. Then the high priest asked Stephen, Are these accusations true? This was Stephen's reply. Brothers and fathers, listen to me. Our glorious God appeared to our ancestor Abraham in Mesopotamia before he settled in Haran. God told him, Leave your native land and your relatives and come into the land that I will show you. So Abraham so. Abraham left the land of the Chaldeans and lived in Haran until his father died. Then God brought him here to the land where you live now. But God gave him no inheritance here, 
not even one square foot of land. God did promise, however, that eventually the whole land would belong to Abraham and his descendants, even though he had no children yet. God also told him that his descendants would live in a foreign land, where they would be oppressed as slaves for 400 years. But I will punish the nation that enslaves them, God said, and in the end they will come out and worship me here in this place. God also gave Abraham the covenant of circumcision at that time. So when Abraham became the father of Isaac, he circumcised him on the eighth day. And the practice was continued when Isaac became the father of Jacob and when Jacob became the father of the twelve patriarchs of the Israelite nation. These patriarchs were jealous of their brother Joseph, and they sold him to be a slave in Egypt. But God was with him and rescued him from all his troubles. And God gave him favor before Pharaoh, king of Egypt. God also gave Joseph unusual wisdom, so that Pharaoh appointed him governor over all of Egypt and put him in charge of the palace. But a famine came upon Egypt and Canaan. There was great misery, and our ancestors ran out of food. Jacob heard that there was still grain in Egypt, so he sent his sons, our ancestors, to buy some. The second time they went, Joseph revealed his identity to his brothers, and they were introduced to Pharaoh. Then Joseph sent for his father Jacob and all his relatives to come to Egypt, seventy-five persons in all. So Jacob went to Egypt. He died there, as did our ancestors. Their bodies were taken to Shechem and buried in the tomb Abraham had bought for a certain price from Hamor's son in Shechem. At the, as the time drew near when God would fulfill his promise to Abraham, the number of our people in Egypt greatly increased. But then a new king came to the throne of Egypt who knew nothing about Joseph. This king exploited our people and oppressed them, forcing parents to abandon their newborn babies so they would die. At that time, Moses was born, a beautiful child in God's eyes. His parents cared for him at home for three months. When they had to abandon him, Pharaoh's daughter adopted him and raised him as her son. Moses was taught all the wisdom of the Egyptians, and he was powerful in both speech and action. One day, when Moses was 40 years old, he decided to visit his relatives, the people of Israel. He saw an Egyptian mistreating an Israelite, so Moses came to the man's defense and avenged him, killing the Egyptian. Moses assumed his fellow Israelites would realize that God had sent him to rescue them, but they didn't. The next day, he visited them again and saw two men of Israel fighting. He said, he tried to be a peacemaker. Men, he said, you are brothers. Why are you fighting each other? But the man in the wrong pushed Moses aside. Who made you a ruler and judge over us, he asked. Are you going to kill me as you killed the Egyptian yesterday? When Moses heard that, he fled the country and lived as a foreigner in the land of Midian. There his two sons were born. Yeah, my name is Michael Sava, first phase coordinator. I'd like to lift up my brother Nathan Southern, my brother for uh, really just <clears throat> having a heart to serve his brothers and the love that he has and the things that he does. Uh, and using his gifts and his talents to allow God to use him, his obedience to God, and just an amazing man of God to work with. And uh, it's just an honor to serve with you, brother. I love you, man. God bless you. I can see. What is raging at my feet? I can feel the breath of those surrounding me. I can hear 
the sound of nations rising up we will not be overtaken we will not be overcome i can walk down this dark and painful road i can face every fear of the unknown i can hear all god's children singing out we will not be overtaken we will not be overcome the same power that rose jesus from the grave the same power that commanded dead to wake lives in us lives in us the same power that moves mountains
at our morning devotion today comes from New Morning Mercies by Paul David Tripp. For sin, forgiveness. For weakness, strength. For foolishness, wisdom. For bondage, deliverance. Such is the way of the grace of Jesus. Paul David Tripp says he loves Colossians 2. And I will read it for you today. Colossians 2, 1 through 15. For I want you to know how great a struggle I have for you and for those at Laodicea and for all who have not seen me face to face, that their hearts may be encouraged being knit together in love, to reach all the riches of full assurance of understanding and the knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I say this in order that no one may delude you from plausible arguments. For though I am absent in body, yet I am with you in spirit, rejoicing to see your good order and your firmness in the faith of Christ. Therefore, as you receive Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. For in him the wholeness of deity dwells bodily, and you have been filled in him, who is the head of all who of all, who, of all rule and authority. In him also you were circumcised with a circumcision made without hands, by putting off the body of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ, having been buried with him in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through faith in the powerful working of God, who raised him from the dead, and you who were dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive together with him, having forgiven us all our trespasses, by canceling the record of debt that stood against us with its legal demands. This he set aside, nailing it to the cross. He disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open shame by triumphing over them in him. Paul says maybe he loves it so much because his wife is the owner of and director of a large private art gallery. You might be thinking, well, that's a strange comment, Paul. And Paul asks for his permission to explain. Colossians 2, 1 through 15 is like a gallery of God's grace. At the beginning of each month, artwork is delivered to Luella's gallery for the next show. The paintings come wrapped protectively or boxed in crates, and it is exciting for Luella to open them and to begin to experience the art that will give life to the gallery over the next month. After she has unpacked all the artwork, Luella goes through the process of arranging and rearranging it until each piece is where it needs to be display with the most power. Power. The next day, a team of hangers comes into the gallery to help Luella actually affix the paintings to the walls. The next step is for each painting to be properly lit. Every month, it seems that the gallery actually changes shape with the new work. Once it's lit, I like to come down to the gallery in the evening and see the work in all of its splendor. Often Luella and I stand across the street at night, look into the huge gallery windows, and take in its beauty. Then Luella does something that brothers bothers me every time. She gets her briefcase and hits the light switch, plunging the gallery into darkness. I always think, no, no, these paintings should never be in the dark. If you're God's child, you are a gallery of his glorious grace. The walls of your heart have been festooned with the gorgeous artwork of redemption. Wisdom for the foolishness of sin, power for the, for the weakness of sin, forgiveness for the guilt of sin, and deliverance from the bondage of sin. Grace means that beautiful things are being done for you and happening within you. Yet I have this concern for many believers. The artwork is there, but the lights are out in the gallery. 
These believers simply don't see or fully understand the stunning beauty of what they have been given in the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. And because they don't see or understand that grace, they neither celebrate it nor live in light of its majesty. So they give away to weakness when power is at their disposal. They give way to foolishness when they have been personally connected to the one who is wisdom. They hide in guilt when they have been fully forgiven. They surrender to addiction when they have been given given freeing grace. Their hearts have been decorated with the artwork of grace, but the lights are out in the gallery. How sad. What about you? Are your lights on? And has that radically changed the way you live? Temple, I, I am a temple. 
And our reading from Psalm today comes from Psalm 127, 1 through 5. Unless the Lord builds a house, the work of the builders is wasted. Unless the Lord protects a city, guarding it with sentries will do no good. It is useless for you to work so hard from early morning until late at night, anxiously working for food to eat, for God gives rest to his loved ones. Children are a gift from the Lord, they are a reward from him. Children born to a young man are like arrows in a warrior's hands. How joyful is the man whose quiver is full of them. He will not be put to shame when he confronts his accusers at the city gates. And our reading from Proverbs is Proverbs sixteen twenty-eight through 30 A troublemaker plants seeds of strife. Gossip separates the best of friends. Violent people mislead their companions, leading them down a harmful path. With narrowed eyes, people plot evil. With a smirk, they plan their mischief. Hi, my name is Justin Burgess. I'm 37 from Columbus, Ohio. Um, you know, I, I grew up with the with the ideal life. You know, I had everything I needed growing up. I had a great mother, a great father. You know, provided everything that I've ever needed and wanted. Graduated from Tree Life Christian School. Um, went to church three times a week. Um, you know, and back thinking back then, that was the best times of my life. Going to, um, you know, camp and, and youth group. And, you know, that's when I felt alive. And then I, I decided to take things in my own hand and, and figure out my own path. And that's when it became crazy. Uh, started, you know, getting that instant desire, the instant love, the instant fix, the instant everything, and didn't know how to stop. You know, it just was so great to have that instant, you know, I could be anybody I wanted at any time, and but it wasn't me. Uh, you know, I lost a knee through drugs, you know, I became the, I became, you know, a st stealing from my mom, stealing from my brother, stealing from my dad, stealing from everyone I ever knew, you know, just to get high, just to get that instant, instant gratification, and, you know, that wasn't me, it's not what I was meant to do, and, and it hurts so bad, looking at, looking at your parents' eyes, and lying to them every day, and, and acting like everything's great, and I was just sick of it, and, uh, you know, a friend recommended me to the refuge. I looked it online. I came in. I looked it up on a Friday, and then uh, on Monday I was here. That was five weeks ago, four weeks ago, <clears throat> and my life has drastically changed. I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior, and I feel at peace. You know, I ask for forgiveness. You know, and I know the restoration will come with the family and stuff. And I just give God that and put that at His feet, and and I just know that this is what I'm meant to be, and 
it hasn't been easy. There's been great days and bad days and button heads with certain people, you know, but God has gotten us through that. God is, God is everything. God is real. God is love. And, uh, you know, I'm 37. I'm a big kid. And, you know, he's, he's helped me realize that there's a certain time for that. And there's a certain time to focus on him and, and give him all the glory. And I'm just very thankful for this time at the refuge, you know, the first phase to just taking out all the distractions of the world and just helping you focus directly on that relationship that he desires so much to have with us. And I am very thankful for that. Um, I'm excited to see what second phase has to bring. You know, every day is just something amazing. And uh, I look forward to that. I just want to give a shout out to Derek and Sean who, who were there from the beginning with me. And I appreciate that. And, you know, even though Sean and I might have butted heads a lot, you know, in the end, we're, we're, we're pushing through together. And I love you, brother. And I love you, Derek, for, you know, being that guy I can talk to and uh, getting me through some rough times when I wanted to leave and give up. And you talked me through it. So that's it. I love you guys. And uh, praise God. shadow of your glorious cross compelled by grace to cast my lot I'll discard the loss and bear your name forsaking all for your own fame your hymn of grace over me Bounding forth in glorious streams. My thirst is quenched by thee, my Lord. Sustained and my redeemed restored. Sustained and my redeemed restored. Dark shadows at my feet When I am plagued by unbelief You place my hands into your side My precious blood identified My precious blood identified Crucify the great I am. Christ crucified the great I am. 
And as we wrap up this edition of Transformation Radio, I'd like to thank Justin and Mike for sharing today. You've heard from Ren Collective Experiment with Burn Like a Star, Jeremy Camp with The Same Power, John Mark McMillan with I Am a Temple, and Sojourn Music with In the Shadow of the Glorious Cross. And Phil Wickham is going to close us out today with This is Amazing Grace. Everyone have a great day. Um, the weather is going to be sunny today, I do believe. Let me check the phone. Three, two, one. Yes, sunny and 79 today. So make sure you wear your sunscreen and uh, have a great day at work. Be salt and light out there. And uh, we will see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening.
worthy is the lamb who was slain.